Hello and welcome to Corbett's Comments. I'm Dr. Otis Corbett and I invite you to come along with me as I share biblical exposition and commentary. I truly believe that God's Word is one of our greatest helps as we live for Him in the world today. And so like the psalmist, let us agree to hide His Word in our hearts that we may not sin against Him. Hello, I'm Otis Corbett. And today I want to share a word about knowing who you are as I comment on John 1 verses 6 through 9 and also verses 19 through 27. This passage reads, There was a man sent from God whose name was John. The same came for a witness to bear witness of the light that all men through him might believe. He was not that light but was sent to bear witness of that light. That was the true light, which lighteth every man that cometh into the world. And this is the record of John, when the Jews sent priests and Levites from Jerusalem to ask him, Who art thou? And he confessed and denied not, but confessed, I am not the Christ. And they asked him, What then? Art thou Elias? And he saith, I am not. Art thou that prophet? And he answered, No. Then they said unto him, Who art thou, that we may give an answer to them that sent us? What sayest thou of thyself? He said, I am the voice of one crying in the wilderness. Make straight the way of the Lord, as said the prophet Isaiah. And they which were sent were of the Pharisees. And they asked him and said unto him, Why baptizest thou then, if thou be not that Christ, nor Elias, neither that prophet? John answered them, saying, I baptize with water, but there standeth one among you whom ye know not. It is he who coming after me is preferred before me, whose shoes latch it. I am not worthy to unloose. The pastor who baptized me and who also baptized my wife was a wonderful preacher and he was able to use illustrations very effectively. And one of the illustrations that he used applies to our scriptures today. And I remember this story and it has a, had a big impact on my life because he told the story of how when he would go out to play as a child, the last thing he would hear his mother say when he went out the screen door of their kitchen was, remember whose you are. Now one day, he realized exactly what she was saying. That she was saying, remember whose you are, not remember who you are. And he turned on his heel and said, Mom, don't you mean remember who I am? And her reply was very insightful. She said, no, I want you to remember whose you are. I want you to remember that you belong to God and to this family and that you need to behave accordingly. I've always remembered that lesson and I've always remembered that it's important to know whose I am. Our scriptures for today, though, address the question of knowing who we are. Not whose, but who. It's important to know whose we are, but it's equally important to know who we are. Now, we've all known people who've tried to be things that they weren't. They were the proverbial square peg in a round hole. 
And you can make a square peg fit a round hole, but it doesn't go well for the square peg, and there's plenty of gaps left in the round hole. And we've all known people that tried to be something that weren't, and that left them and many other people battered and bruised, and it left a lot of gaps in their lives and their testimonies. In this season, as we're looking forward to celebrating Christmas, we read of John the Baptist, who was the prophet who was sent to prepare the way for Jesus. Now, we know John was a unique individual. I mean, he dressed in unique ways. He ate unique food. He lived in a unique manner, and he preached a unique message. Many people thought that John came uh, came to John thinking he was the Messiah. And so this was a situation fraught with many dangers. You see, when you have notoriety for a reason, whether it be what you eat or what you wear or what you preach, uh, when you get that notoriety, oftentimes that can go to one's head. A lesser man than John may have let that notoriety go to his head, and he might have started to embrace that suggestion of him being the Messiah. There have been a number of people in our world who have told lies about themselves for so long that they have actually believed the lies. Now, John was not lying when he talked about preparing the way for the Messiah. But it would have been had he slipped into proclaiming that he was the Messiah. Now, one might think it would be easy to avoid such situations, but truth be told, again, we've seen many cases in history where people believed things about themselves that weren't true, they told lies about themselves that weren't true, and they lived that lie for decades. Paul told the church at Corinth and Rome and Ephesus that every one of us needs to fulfill the role in the church that God has assigned us to fill. We need to understand who we are in our church, in our relationship to God, in our relationship with our families, in our relationship with our community. The Lord through the Holy Spirit gives us all at least one gift for ministry. He may give us more gifts, but He gives us those gifts to build up the church and to edify one another. And He expects us to use those gifts so that we can fulfill that specific role that we've been assigned to do. But He doesn't want us uh, to do things that we're not assigned to do. He expects us to know when we're gifted, but we're also expected to know when we're not gifted, uh, when we're called to do something and when we're called not to do something. It's just as important to know when to quit as it is to go. The prophet, I mean, the, um, the, the uh, deacon Philip was in the middle of a revival in Samaria, and God picked him up and took him down to the desert so that he could meet the Ethiopian eunuch. Job was, uh, 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 excuse me, Jonah was told to go to Nineveh and preach the gospel, and he avoided that role, and it turned into a, a real kerfluffle for him. And, and so we need to remember who we are and what we're supposed to do. Too often in our churches, we have people who think they can do things that God has not asked them to do, and they don't actually do them very well. Others think they can't do something, which we 
we see they've actually been equipped very well by God to do, and they don't do it, even though they have the ability to do it. In both cases, it's a problematic issue for both them and the church. We need to know what we're supposed to do and do it, and then we're also supposed to know what we're not supposed to do and don't do it. When you know who you are, that's the first step to knowing what you're supposed to be doing. John was the prophet of the Messiah, and his job was to prepare the way, and that's exactly what he did. John the Baptist is many things, but in terms of our lesson today, he is a great role model for us. He clearly knew who he was. He knew he was not the Messiah, but instead the one called to prepare the way for the Messiah. And he fulfilled that role admirably. Knowing who we are is very important to us. And once we know who we are, then we can start being used by God. Now, who are we? Well, according to the Word of God, we're all sinners. And those brought to a relationship to God through Christ Jesus are sinners saved by His grace. We're the ones that Jesus left heaven for and the ones for whom he was born to the Virgin Mary and laid in a borrowed manger. We're the ones that whom Jesus lived a sinless life for and the ones for whom he was crucified and laid in a borrowed tomb. We're the ones whom Jesus has sent the Holy Spirit to give us gifts for ministry and a holy life in service of God. And finally, we're the ones for whom Jesus will come back someday to take us home to be with him in heaven for eternity. So as we live our lives, John would ask us to know who we are. He would also then ask us to know what we're supposed to be doing. And then finally, like my pastor's mother, he would remind us whom we are doing it for. This Christmas season, let's remember who we are. Let's remember what we're supposed to do. And let's remember who we're doing it for. Thanks for listening. I'll be back soon to comment on more scripture that we can consider together to help us in our everyday lives. Every blessing. I'm Dr. Otis Corbett.